This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, did Joe Biden just announce he has cancer? The House passes a bill to codify same-sex marriage, and uh, Beto O'Rourke's campaign gets a million-dollar boost from a certain globalist leader. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome, come one, come all, to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, uh, and it's going to be a good one today. I'm joined by fellow Blaze TV host of Slightly Offensive, Elijah Schaefer. I just got to say this. I, I'm going to introduce our other guest to uh, Mr. Jason because I'm calling Mr. Jason because <laughs> our uh, same-sex relationship is now protected. <laughs> so finally, brother, my brother. <laughs> they haven't caught onto our, but the reason why was for the tax breaks. But at least now it's true. The love can finally go on. We're very happy. We're very happy today, right? We're, We're celebrating. Very happy, yes. <laughs> because power. <laughs> life wins, but also love wins. Jason's wearing the life. Oh wins yes, shirt. repping the I feel shirt. Like it's, you should cross it out with Sharpie. And <laughs> love wins. Well, people, but you, but you can't get the shirt at uh, the Blaze. What is it? Shop.blazemedia.com. People, people, people always argue: Is it like, is it Jason Butrill, Butrill? How do you even say his name? And I just call him Booty Trill. So that's, where, <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> well, off to a bang here. Uh, we will get into the house codifying. So I, uh, let's get into first. I, guys. This is a very serious day. I think our president just announced that he, I guess, has cancer. I don't know how serious it is. I don't know what's going on. Very weird. Uh, Joe Biden was speaking at a defunct coal power plant in Massachusetts about, of course, new funding to combat climate change. And look, we can get into all of the boring stuff like, you know, Congress obviously isn't acting as it should. That darn Joe Manchin spoiling my Build Back Better plans to spend all of this money on crazy climate change plans. And uh, he says, as president, I will use my executive powers to combat the climate crisis in the absence of congressional action. Uh, $2.3 billion in funding, he says, for federal emergency management agencies program to help communities be more resistant to disasters, new guidance to expand the low-income home energy assistance program, and plans to expand offshore wind opportunities in the Gulf of Mexico, among other initiatives. But again, the boring stuff is out of the way. The big news, obviously, is that I think Joe Biden just announced that he had cancer and also I think he's saying that wiping oil off of a windshield in a car did it. I, I just, I don't know. I have questions. Let's watch. Off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. Okay, so the, the full clip, I thought we had the full clip. So the full clip uh, is he's setting it up and he's talking about riding in the car with his mom when he was younger in Delaware. And uh, it was very cold. And then all of a sudden they had to literally, he says, literally wipe the oil slick off of the windows. And that, my friends, is why he and so many damn other people uh, he grew up with have cancer. 
He's clearly just making up another story. It's like so ridiculous at this point. The insane thing about, I don't know what the hell he's even talking about, but I don't <laughs> like know the if- the oil caused the cancer? I don't know if he just did slip up and admit that he's got some kind of uh, ailment that they're not telling us about. Probably not that, but- Did he mean to say dementia? Uh, yeah, no, he did, <laughs> he did not need to say <laughs> dementia. Um, the, the, one of the most ridiculous things, is, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a multitude of journalists that went to his aid right after that. And they were like, oh, what do you think, you know, he He's already disclosed that he like had some non, non you know malignant yeah, yeah and yeah. all this stuff. I'm like, what the? When would the press do this in the past? Right. Like right. he also said have present tense. I believe he. I don't think he said had. He said have. He, yeah. Which indicates present. Current. Yeah. yeah. But it's just stupid. I mean, if you're a journalist, you would be like biting. You know, you're just rushing to the podium to ask the question. Oh. Is this what you meant? Did Joe is Biden this, is, just announce he has Is this cancer? what you referred to? Something, but right. they would phrase it in a question. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, let, let us explain for him. Well, but because also, again, if, they're, if they are talking about the previous skin cancers that, that he has had removed, which is what uh, the press is reporting, how did the oil cause it? That's what I want. Yeah, none I, of well, this. It's I, like I climate change. Climate change and fossil fuels uh, are what I like to call the new Obama. You know, you used to blame Obama for everything. You stub your toe. It still is Obama's fault. But we've moved on to the point where everything is literally climate change or oil's issue. And I, and I like that he's uh, you know on a podium with a microphone that probably has some petroleum products you know in it. I mean, you're like you're in a in a there's some plastics, right? I mean, we're here we are. And he's saying, oh, and then it gave me cancer. I would be shocked if this guy didn't have several diseases at the moment. So I'm not, and I wouldn't be happy. I'm never happy when anyone uh, gets cancer. But would the world be better off if people like him didn't exist? Yes. So, I, I mean, their time is coming. And this is why you don't put people that are 236 years old in the presidency. <laughs> like, I mean, we should cap it at least 150. And that would disqualify two people, Pelosi and Biden. Yeah, but are you guys at least really happy about all of the money that he plans to spend on addressing uh, climate change, which, as we know, is the most important. You know, we, do. You know, we know we're excited. No, nobody loves important wasting issue. money on climate change than both more Jason than, and myself. That's what brought guys. us together. That was the common thing that brought our love. You're like, do you want to blow cash on stupid uh, wars overseas and on banning the, the, the things that we need? for our energy and for our daily life. Yeah, let's just uh, screw up the country together. So we, it was, a, it was a, a point of uh, contention for a while, but we love each other now. <laughs> I, I, I knew right when we had this heat wave and there was a heat wave in Europe that th they were gonna seize on that mm -hmm. and go ahead and start what they've been planning to do all along. And we've been saying for a while, as soon as he starts even putting the words together, climate and national emergency, run for the hills, because yeah. that's when we're really screwed at this point. And that's what they did. I, they already po uh, published on the White House website uh, some of his initial volley. But he said at the speech that this is just kicking off, you know, like a week or a couple of weeks of executive action on climate change. Mm -hmm. But I was reading it, I think it's the, t the first line on whitehouse.gov, is he's saying it's a clear and present danger, immediately signaling a multitude of e executive actions. I, I'm getting somewhat nervous. This is, the first volley is, is somewhat benign, mm -hmm. but even still, you're talking about two is. point whatever billion dollars, mm -hmm. not like we don't already have an inflation problem. Right. This is gonna continue to get worse. And these are the types of things, right? Like, so I know I'm not supposed to say a certain three words or two words. The amazing do-over? The amazing do-over. Yeah. So this is all part of the amazing do-over. We just saw an example of after multiple years what happens, and that was Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka started you know, putting all of these stupid rules in place. They started screwing with farmers, going green, printing insane amounts of money to make up for that. And 
their economy crashed and the people just kicked out their president or their prime minister or president or whatever because this is happening. But you're seeing this in what the Netherlands, you're seeing this break out all over Europe where farmers and this always hits the farmers first, always uh, where they're just saying, look, we've had enough. You're, you're, you're destroying the country. That's what this stuff does. They, uh, we had a Congress. We have a constitution put in place to block radical things like this. Mm. Now he's just signing with a pen all of these things anyway. He's going around Congress. You know, it's interesting, too, because you would think if this is the party who really, truly believed that this was a, a national emergency, this is, I mean, they've been screaming this for years, right, that we're literally going, the earth is not going to continue to exist. It will cease to exist if we don't start taking better care of the climate, uh, where all the, the waters are going to rise. We're all going to be underwater. Well, it's weird because you keep hearing these same people who are spouting these things buying a whole lot of land mm, right on the coast, right on the right on the <clears> coast. <throat> and it just feels a whole lot like they don't actually believe in any of this climate change crap. And uh, they're just spewing it because it's the cool thing to talk about because they feel like they're not. I mean, look, some of them are not very smart, but I feel like they're smart enough to understand that that's a really bad investment if you truly believe that this place is going to be underwater in just a matter of years. Yeah, they know it, but I also like, I kind of like this stuff. Like, this is like the lore that I'm into, where you get this climate lore. I don't know if you've ever seen um, a heat map from two years ago in the UK and a heat map today. Two years ago, when it was about to be our temperature, like 104 or 103, I think it was the exact same temperature it is t yesterday. Um, you know, had like a little sun with like a little warning. Mm -hmm. And now they have this like dark red heat oh, map yeah. that looks like you're in some sort of like thermo camera, <laughs> like you're in special ops and you know, this one, this is hell and this is inferno. And it's like, they just, this this alarmist mentality is, yeah. is like fear, 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 fear so that we can control you. And I, unfortunately people do buy it. Like that's what's kind of sad. People aren't that smart mostly. Like I, I don't know what the average IQ is, but it can't be very high. And definitely in the UK, it's probably not as, as high as the United States because those poor people, I mean, they think their runway's melted. Did you see that? That's what was uh, the news clip? No. Oh they said, it's gosh, so hot. Yeah. We had to ground the planes. The runway's melted. Yeah. Like, what? what? Are they made of plastic or styrofoam? Yeah. I was like, I was like, what I kind of runways like, do you have? But I'm like, that's like the most, I just heard, I'm like, people are believing this? Yeah. They are. Like, you can never land in DFW. <laughs> the, and the news broadcast for that was even more hilarious. You know, it was, I can't do a British accent. I wish I could. But she was, I mean, but that's how she started. She goes, well, it happened. The runway has melted. melted. I'm yeah. like, well, it sounded like a, a, The Simpsons. Yeah, you know, like a, a, I was, I was South Park. To, I know the British say a lot of weird, crazy stuff. Yeah. And their teeth have <laughs> issues. But, but I'm going, this is the next level. Like, you just start melting the runways and stuff. Like, if that was true, it's like, well, what? About, you're not even ready for a, a military attack? Are you just telling the whole world we can't, we can't uh, deploy our, our jets, our planes, or we can't do anything? Of course not. And it's just like this stupidity out there of telling people that like everything's going to end. You're not going to be able to fly. You're going to lose everything. And it's like the only reason why we ever lose anything is like during the scandemic when we comply with stupid mm -hmm. rules and stupid ideas. And listen, just stop listening to these people. It's yeah. so ridiculous. You I saw a heat map where it showed um, just temperatures through the United States. Currently, and it showed like uh, the top part of um, the top and middle were basically green. Uh, so it showed then green meant that temperatures were slightly below average. Yeah. In the bottom, it was red or whatever. They were they were slightly elevated. Mm -hmm. So you add all those numbers together, and we're basically average. Average, right? Below average, a little bit above. We're average temperature right, right now. But it Heat looks waves really, happen. But we're it looks really out loud. scary with the red. Oh sure, a lot, a red lot, is a very lot, scary. A lot more scary. Look, <clears throat> this is so, this this is what it's crazy right now. The, the way that they're doing this with the amazing do-over. So, so they're targeting things that they have the least control over. Mm -hmm. So certain energy sources. 
food. Um, they need, and they're trying to say that the crisis is centered on those. So they need to seize farmland. They need to tell mm. farmers how to do this if they don't, or, you know, they'll, and they'll control them by uh, subsidizing certain things, penalizing other things. They're also saying, by the way, uh, the World Economic Forum saying that uh, space bubbles should be used to block out the sun. And See, these are the people that are, these <laughs> are the people that have the great ideas, right? They're yeah, the ones that yeah. are going to tell us how to fix yeah, everything. It's like, I need space my gas bubbles. price to go down. Well, check out this space bubble. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. It's like, I mean, what? Like, that's like a Bond villain. Or not even that, like Austin Powers. Like, this is what Dr. Evil would come up yeah. with, right? I got this great idea, a space bubble that's going to block out the sun. This, this, I'm being told in the control room, uh, by the control room, that uh, this Mr. Burns actually did that in an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's what I, was I was going more uh, into cartoons. Like, whatever the, like, Dr. Doofenshmirtz or something is yeah. in that one show. Like, it's like, I am going to put the space bubble. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, a space bubble. It's like for four-year-olds. It's like, and that's what I'm saying. These are literally villains out of comic books like you and you and the way they dress have you ever seen that too yeah. they put on these like star trek robes they're launching balls into space i don't know what's going on and it's like the world's literally falling apart and then instead of fixing any of the problems it's like what could go wrong with blocking out the sunlight on the earth so ridiculous but to wrap up my point is that they're trying to seize control of things that they have the least control over right. that's what it's all about they don't give a crap about the climate they don't give a crap about us eating bugs they just want to seize control. I actually, I beg to differ. They do give a crap about us eating bugs because they actually really want us to eat bugs. They keep adding them to things. Have you seen that? Like yes. an increasing amount of like chip bags. If you look, it just contains crickets. This is a real thing. Shut up. Start looking at the back of some of your products. No, they're and like, there are bugs, mealworms. Mil so you can start finding the insects in the ingredients. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, we're not. And dude, if they mess with my Cool Ranch Doritos, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> like very pissed. If you pissed. hear them chirp, when you when you if you hear <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, we uh, we've got to take a quick break first. We want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. Uh, look, we're talking about how hot it is here in Texas. Um, I am not a male, obviously not a male. I do hear that when it's hot, uh, the boys down there get a little sweaty get a little damp. That is why you need Tommy John. If you have not yet checked out their men's underwear line, it is the coolest, breathable, lightweight fabric. It's got four times the stretch of competing brands. And uh, if it, you don't have to be a man to enjoy Tommy John because uh, they have loungewear for men and women. They've got bras. Uh, they've got underwear. They've got it all. And let me tell you guys, I am obsessed with their loungewear. I wear it all the time at my house. It truly is the softest stuff you will ever put on your body. We don't have pics of this. We just get a random <laughs> promotional picture, but not pictures yeah, of Sarah Gonzalez modeling a, her loungewear. We need to do one. What is this? I mean, what's this going how, on here? This is how you sell it. Yeah, it's a good one. I sell actually it, Sarah. really could recreate this exact picture <laughs> with myself and my husband because we live in Tommy John at home. So we're going to do that. I mean, and, they probably won't let me and, post you know, it. But. And we'll just say, it's, they're definitely all going to be watching for your husband in the lounge room. <laughs> yeah. you, you are, by the for way, covered sure. with the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. I promise you guys, I'm not hyping this up. It literally is the softest thing you will ever put on your body. you got to go there. ShopTommyJohn.com slash Y for 20% off of your first order. That is TommyJohn.com slash Y. See site for details. Well, congratulations to this happy couple here. The House uh, of Representatives Thank has you. voted to pass a bill that would codify same-sex marriage. This is called the Respect for Marriage Act. Uh, 47 Republicans joined the Democrats, including uh, GOP leader uh, Elise Stefanik, let's see, Tom Emmer, um, and look, 
Steiny Hoyer said it's critical to ensure that federal law protects those whose constitutional rights might be threatened by Republican-controlled legislatures, uh, state legislatures, LGBTQ Americans, and those in interracial marriages. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? I saw that, too. It's like, were we ever debating interracial marriages? Yeah, but well, also, like, LGBTQ. You is not the same as interracial marriage. Like you can't just I throw the I was intersex. They, well, I mean, this is this is where we know we already had LGBTQIAA. Now we add another I. Interracial. I like. No, that's a whole different uh, conversation, guys. But they say both of those. I'm an deserve to have interracial marriage, and we. This is nothing that we can, we're really concerned about. Deserve to have certain well, we're just naive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we're just naive. So, yeah. You've been in the community. He's gonna come with a rainbow shirt tomorrow. He's like, welcome to the community, son. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, so of course, I guess they're they are alluding to, um, of course, ironically enough, Clarence Thomas's suggestion that there are other. Uh, things that the Supreme Court should overturn because there is no constitutional right to them. Clarence Thomas is going to start saying black and white people. Well, that's why I'm like, literally, he's married to a white woman. How stupid is that? (laughs) Add a yin-yang symbol on the the pride flag, the black and the white mixing, you know? It's like, you know, just like, just add it somewhere in the middle. It's, okay, it's, and what's crazy about this, though, is, look, I understand. Everybody watching this, either, either you know somebody who's gay, maybe you are, it doesn't really matter. People are not, this is not an argument of whether you're afraid of gay people. And, I, and this is what uh, like Beto keeps saying about the homophobia, homophobia. This, again, is another argument about the federalist system, about mm-hmm. how much power states have, and understanding that are we a, a tyrannic government that wheels against the people, or do the people have control over their own autonomy, over their own states? And I know there's a, there's a small argument here which this will piss both sides off, and I found this out, I put this on Twitter, is it's like, you know, when you go down, I don't think that, that we should be going and arguing whether it's illegal to be gay or queer or, like, put people in jail or you can't get a job. Like, those protections are important. And also people that have the right to have a relationship, I don't think that should be illegal either. But it's just like with the trans sport thing, when you allow men and, you know, in women's sport, women in men's sports, when you don't at least acknowledge there's something different going on, mm-hmm. you, you convolute a society that no longer makes sense. And so, you know what, gay people should have the right to get together, but I do think it's a different type of thing than a marriage, than something with procreation. There could even be tax breaks in, you know, depending on what you believe. Some people are against gay people adopting. Some people are for it. I haven't gone down those those roads. I won't go there today. But I go, it is okay if states want to create different classes because marriage is, to me, is a spiritual matter that the state recognizes. It's something that was defined by God. Yes, non, non-religious people can get married and these things can happen, but if you're going to have, it's between a man and a woman, that's what marriage is, then you can have the same, uh, you know, serious relationship with same sex, but it, we always have something different called like a domestic partnership or something deeper. Mm-hmm. And so I think that when you don't let a people have a culture and a society that they want to define, that they want to, to, to uh, be in control over, then you really are just ruling with tyranny. And I think, I never understand this with with Congress. It's like, if they think that America, they say like, what, 92, they say 93% of people are for gay marriage. Why would you not be afraid of people putting something to a vote? Like, I don't, yeah, like, even with the abortion thing, like, everyone supports abortion. And you go, yeah, maybe some people support up to five or six weeks, not up to <clears> nine months. You're the one You're the one causing this for the country yeah. because you're not having an argument about whether abortion should be at five or six weeks. You're having about when we should shunt the baby's skull when it's born. And again, you're not having arguments anymore about, hey, gay people got married, let them have their rights. You're having whether or not we're having state-sponsored drag queen story <laughs> hours in public libraries. Like, I mean, you're pushing the people to want to take the power back and to say, we don't want you in control. So, like, if you wanted things to stay status quo, then you've got to like get your foot off the neck of the American public because it's like the states are, don't trust the federal government anymore. They don't want the federal government in their states. And it's like they want to vote and they want the power back. And I think that's the way the, the founders intended our country. Yeah, I agree.
I was going to make another point, but when you brought up, I'm still going to make that point, but you talking about the founders. Uh, you've, remind, rendered, you've broken Jason. You've broken his glitch. He's like, I thought we were in love. <laughs> um, there was, you reminded me there was a debate amongst the founders on whether to even do the Bill of Rights to begin with. Because they were like, wait a minute. Like, these are just understood rights. We don't need to put, we don't need to codify, to use the word that's being mm -hmm. used for this one, into the Constitution because these are just God-given rights. So if we codify them, then we're, you know, it's, it's, we're kind of walking that line of kind of inserting tyranny anyway. They had the debate. I'm glad they did have the debate. I'm glad the Bill of Rights were put in there. But my point in saying this is, and I'm a libertarian, right? Mm -hmm. So I pretty much hate almost all forms of government. I think they only really have a couple of you know, jobs. That's to protect us as yeah, a nation. Not, they're not doing them. And yeah, but they don't even do those. <laughs> yeah. They only have a couple of jobs. So I'm not like anarcho-capitalist because I do believe in nation states and all that stuff. Um, and my libertarianism kind of only goes so far. But anyway, that's another, that's another research paper. Um, but saying all that, Republicans, you drop the ball again. Mm -hmm. Why do you keep doing this? You should be, whether you're a gay couple or you're a straight couple, you should be outraged that the government is even having this mother... No, I won't use it. Well, is this still having open. this debate, right? Yeah. This is not your lane yep. at all. The government should not be involved. In what the it. hell? I, don't, I, don't, yep. I should not have to go to any state, city, state, or whatever uh, facility and beg your permission to get married. Mm -hmm. That is not your job. And pay that for is it, not by your the way. lane. You have to pay for and the license. And pay for it for crying out loud. Yep. I don't care who you are, yep. who you're sleeping you with. To go to the ghetto to get this is not like something you should get um, permission for. This is dumb. And if Republicans, conservatives, whatever, would take that stance, you win the argument forever. Yeah. That's it. That's all you have to do. I'm so sick of this. That's the slippery slope, though. Like, that's what I meant about the idea of, like, I'm not, like, it's like, it's not a homophobic position to say that the way of the government coming in and taking power and trying to define everything is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. And it's not meaning that you want, you know, gay people to suffer or you're trying to, you know, remove their ability to, to, to love somebody. It's saying, hey, we need to define our culture. We need to define terms. We need to define things or it's going to get out of hand. And we've got to make sure the people are on board. Not that the government creates the standard and then we hope it trickles down and everyone gets on board, but that we're on board and we move together as a country, that we move together as a nation. Or else we're going to be exactly where we are today, where we we can't even define what a woman is. We can't define what what a, what even now we're getting to. We can't define what uh, age of consent is, right? I mean, with this idea of sexualizing children. And so it's like, yeah, I, it's not that people say, well, why do you think that there was was going to be a, a snowball from from legalizing gay marriage? I, it's not because I thought some gay person was going to go get married and uh, all of a sudden, you know, they're going to go out and groom some child. Like that's that's kind of a stupid argument. It's the idea of when the people were voting against something. If the federal government comes in and says, actually, wrong, you guys are all wrong, we're going to do the opposite, and we're going to change it, and you're going to love it and accept it, you're going to divide, you're going to literally hurt the country, and you're going to fragment us, and it's not going to work out well. And that's, I mean, from, from gay marriage to abortion, anything, people are so split, because it's not like states have these governing rights to be themselves. And I actually want to live in a country where states are diametrically opposed. I don't mind doing that. Like, you want to go, like, you want to go kill your kid in, in, in California? 
and you want to be there, I'd rather have it that we were more like a treaty of nations than we were actually this, you know, strip mall to strip mall to strip mall that you drive through on highway. It's like, but obviously if you go and kill someone, you have to, you know, hold yourself to the rights of the state. You go and kill someone in California, we still see that as murder. You can still be held accountable. And I, I don't, I don't know if the founders really thought of this universal system. We have a Walmart in every main city. You know, I mean, we lost the uniqueness, the beauty, the, the independence, even of the nation state of Texas. Like, look, there was more than, right, double the amount of people or officers in Uvalde than there were that defended the Alamo, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you took 400 officers, 200 at Alamo. They hold out for 13 days against the Mexican military. That was a real force. We've lost our spirit. We've lost our, de our defining moment. And it's like, I don't... Clarence Thomas doesn't hate gay people. He just wants to get back to where the country was supposed to be and maybe for one damn minute, if we can finally vote on something, we don't have these emergency orders and mandates and executive action and the people could actually choose what we want for ourselves, people wouldn't hate each other so much because we would all be living in a world that we actually want. Yeah, um, so let me give just a couple, I think both of you bring up wonderful points uh, just to name some of the notable Republicans who did disagree with both of you, that uh, they, I guess they think that government knows best and they need to dictate to you who can and cannot get married. That is, I mentioned a few earlier, Elise Stefanik and Tom Emmer. There is also Kat Kamick in Florida, Liz Cheney, of course, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, uh, Andrew Garbarino, New York, Mike Garcia, California, Tony Gonzalez here in Texas, Adam Kinzinger, of course, Nancy Mace, Burgess Owens, and Lee Zeldin. All of them... Uh, it's such it's such virtue signaling bullcrap because you know they don't really care. No, they're not they even just, they don't want to get called a homophobe. Exactly, that's literally and, all it is. I mean, come on. Which, like, by the way, they're going to call you anyway. How is so the federalism joke's on homophobic? That's like, how does the framework of our government system? It's, it's like, not. You're but literally saying put stupid. it to a vote. You're literally saying if this is what the people want, then let them vote for it. And in California, it would pass. In every almost every state, I believe in almost every state, it would probably codify and pass if you let states vote on it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it's the same way that they do that with abortion too and it's like no if you guys love you guys want the power to the people the Supreme Court just gave you, just handed yeah. you if you power want your to democracy, the people. right? Democracy right, is, that's is, what I'm is in je this jeopardy. Is democracy. Give, yeah, give the you people. You don't have an illegitimate court deciding things for you. You are able to decide in your own state. That's literally how this whole country was designed to work, and they don't want it because, in fact, they don't want it to work that way. They just want, uh, they want the authoritarianism when it suits them. Based AOC, we should dismantle the Supreme Court. I was like, I was like, hey, now we're getting somewhere. We want to dismantle <laughs> the institutions of the government. It's like, it's like, yeah, I. Totally Totally get where you're coming from now that there's this one body of people that are telling you that you can go, like they can override right. your vote. I don't like that. I don't think that's what it was intended for. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we've got we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Omega XL. So if you are, uh, I think Jason's in pain right now just from the, being annoyed with the government. <laughs> he's he's like that's a very evergreen statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason Jason's sore from hating the government so much. He needs some Omega XL. Um, but if you are you're one of many of the Americans who just live in constant pain, maybe it's your knee, maybe it's your neck, maybe it's your back, whatever the case may be, uh, you got to try Omega XL. It is an essential fatty acid combination uh, from the waters of New Zealand. And it turns out that this essential, the essential fatty acids actually help reduce inflammation, which is oftentimes the cause of your pain. So you don't know it. You're putting on a topical cream or whatever, and you think that it feels really good, but it never lasts because you got to target that inflammation or it's just going to keep coming back. You got to try Omega XL today. If you order a bottle of Omega XL now, you'll get a second bottle for free over at OmegaXL.com slash news. I'm telling you guys, you've got to try this stuff. It works. It's worked for me. It's worked for Pat Gray. It can work for you, and it will change your life when you can get out of pain. That is OmegaXL.com slash news.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Everyone's favorite buddy, good buddy, socialist buddy, George Soros, donated $1 million to a PAC supporting the gubernatorial campaign of my best friend. Everyone loves uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke, who I am in the process uh, of suing just for... He I wants to like sleep with to... you. Remember, because AOC said if, like, with politicians, if, like, somebody doesn't like you, it's they secretly want to sleep with you. And so that's a, I'm just going to take AOC, the big booty, uh, luscious Latina, and say, <laughs> hey, I don't know. her I advice always, is right. I don't know. I always pictured him as being more of a fan of the House voting to pass, uh, to codify same-sex marriage. But, you, well, you don't, don't yeah, know. I was going to say, you don't, you don't want a man that's uh, got smaller arms than you? No. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. In fact, I don't want a man that has smaller arms than me. The donation was made okay. to the, Offers on the table. Beto for Texas <laughs> pack. And uh, look, it's just interesting um, because you have obviously Soros has been involved in a lot of different uh, campaigns, elections throughout the country. But specifically when uh, you're talking about Texas and Robert Francis O'Rourke, I'm trying very hard to call him by his actual name. um, He gets a lot of donations from out of state. And Not it, Texas. And it never works. Yeah, because... It, they yeah, never like, learn. We already did this, guys, whenever he ran against Cruz. And Cruz actually was a... Like, he's a pretty bad candidate. I don't think he's as... He's not the candidate he was when he first started running. And it was like, Tea Party, yeah. And uh, he still... He still lost. So we we're going to do it this. again. I, you know, this is like that dumb thing of guy on TV show saying something that's never going to happen. But I go... What is wrong with our nation to where you can like donate to political campaigns out of state? Yeah. But there's got to be some cap of like I'd understand like even if there was some some lines if you've had residency or if you have a corporation there or even if you do business with the state like maybe I do business in Texas I'm from California you prove something to be able to give these donations like something that would you would affect would affect you or your money but it's like some guy that's just wanting to you know have crime increase in Dallas George Soros also known as Hunter Biden's best friend uh, is uh, is car buddy is like, this has to be criminal because it's this doesn't make any sense. It, it's the same thing by taking money from foreign countries. Like, California does not have Texas's interest in mind. I'm glad that you mentioned uh, the crime specifically because he's he's donated like $40 million uh, specifically into local district attorney races, um, which that's what all of these district attorneys want to do is decriminalize all of these things. You saw what happened in San Francisco. They're all getting recalled now. <laughs> yeah, it didn't turn out very well <laughs> over there in San Francisco. He got recalled. So... Well, in L.A., remember Gavin Newsom, he's uh, not. He's going to look into it. He's not sure what's going on with the district attorney there. I don't know. He's not sure, but if you watch the uh, $500,000 Rolex and Birkin bag smash and grab in Malibu, I think those store owners know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Is is Soros going to, uh, is this going to be a good investment for him? Oh, I'm all for, uh, and see, I'll kind of disagree with Elijah a little bit. I'm all for these dumbasses. (laughs) If they want to bankrupt themselves, I don't care if it's cross state lines. If you want to, by all means, give your money. If you're stupid enough to give your money to a politician, or a potential politician, you deserve to lose your money. So go for well, it. How about one that's, I'll never already, give any that's money. already lost 
very notable races twice. See that, that Stacey Abrams in the last. Who are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, as I'm saying, which one? They just keep running failed candidates. Small yeah. white guys, big black women. It's just like it's. I, I just can't you just like find a winner? Like can't, can't what happened to like the Giga Chads or even like the, like, <laughs> like you know? But isn't is that they're saying like? Slay a queen. Like, why don't you get a real queen? Like, why don't you bring someone who's going to come out, 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 out of left field, like one of these uh, billionaire investors from Shark Tank or something like that, <laughs> and, and run, run her or somebody. But it's like they, they always pick these people who's just like, look, if you're underweight as a man, you're overweight as a woman, like these are not the best. Like you're already having a pro you have personal problems. Let's let's start with somebody who's like got their personal <laughs> life under control. Let's go from there. The, so, go ahead. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, I, the thing with Beto just cracks me up with, I mean, like you pointed out, they've already, it's already, the analytics are in on Beto. It doesn't matter how much money you throw at him. He set records, I think, against Cruz for crying out loud. It doesn't matter how many, how, yeah. doesn't matter, it doesn't even matter how many campaign posters you put out for that guy. If you live in Texas, you are so annoyed during that election because you could not drive down the street mm. without seeing at least 40 or 50 of his signs and you would just drive five blocks away. Because has no home Who's here, Jason. Everywhere. Our family believes in science and so, you know, it's like they, you always see a beta Hate sign has no home. and then yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. like, yeah, yeah, Hate has no home, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. <laughs> we believe in science and you're like, okay, all right, I see where we're going. Yeah, the, yeah. the fun thing though is, is trolling his uh, his legion of staff that are at all the multiple. Oh, don't because I know it. Every time this happens, how many, how many texts have you gotten from Beto? I've already gotten two, yeah. like already. But you can like try and have a conversation back with them. They usually don't they respond. They don't respond. But no. it's still fun. It, yeah, I mean, they are—they're a little unhinged. The people he has working for him. They did. Uh, they said that they wanted. One of them specifically said that she wanted to shank me in the eye <laughs> several times. We have it on video. She's like, I want to shank her in the eye. Uh, won't let me show up to his campaign Shanky events. Shank you in the eye. Mm -hmm. Is that a is that a kinky thing or what? I mean, it's I, about sounds, what you would expect. Sounds a little from uh, a suggestive of violence staffer. here. Yeah, it's about what you would expect from the same people who believe yeah. that uh, mass shootings only help better or work. You want my gun and you want to shank me in the eye? How about yeah. no? Yeah. I'm going to go buy another one. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, all right, before we have to go, I do want to play this. New York City Mayor Eric Adams uh, yesterday demanded this is so rich. We just heard from DC Mayor uh, Muriel Bowser, who was like, you know, I don't think it's right that they're tricking all of these illegal immigrants, all, all these brown people into coming over here where we live. We don't <laughs> like it when they come where we live. Eric Adams basically saying the same thing. He's like, I think the federal government should help pay for all of these asylum seekers pouring into our city because the safety net is being strained by all of these busloads of these brown people. We got to get them out of here. Watch. We do need help to deal with this new um, wave of those who are in need of shelter. Mayor Eric Adams this morning announced that 2,800 migrants like Edgar have flooded into the city's already crowded homeless shelter system Holy in the past God. six weeks. He says border states like Texas and Arizona mm -hmm. are shipping the migrants here because oh New God. York, unlike other states, has a right to shelter, meaning they won't turn people away. We need some of They're those states very in favor of that have been giving people one-way tickets. We need them to understand that uh, this must be a partnership. The mayor wants the federal Ooh. government now to send resources to support the influx of asylum seekers. Ah, oh, the border so states really? pushed back huh. against the mayor. Texas and Arizona denying they're sending any migrants to New York, adding they've only sent some on buses to Washington, D.C. They say Mayor Adams needs mm. to get his facts straight so and much. pay closer attention to what's really occurring. Uh, 
Oh, I love it so much. I know we don't oh. have a lot of time here. Oh. But I, w I, well, I would just like to say very quickly, he mentioned we need a partnership. This is the partnership, right? You guys are the ones who want them coming in illegally. We don't. So if you're the ones who want them, you can take them. And if you don't want them, then deport their asses back to where they came from because we don't want it. And he's bitching about 2,800? Yeah, exactly. We'll, in Texas, we'll get caravans of 100,000 uh -huh. sometimes coming across. And then again, oh. Republicans are dropping the ball again. Let's focus this in on what this is all about. It was never about racism. Right. It was never about racism. Yep. It was all about overloading the system. It's not sustainable. You can't mm -hmm. handle less than 3,000. <clears throat> mm -hmm. We're getting millions mm -hmm. coming across border states. God, that's thing. very xenophobic. It's the Go federalist ahead. argument. This is the same thing with the abortion, the gay marriage. It's like, it's always about, do you hate women's rights? Right. Do you, are you homophobic? Are you racist? You're like, no, I just want to, if we're going to make decisions, make decisions that are at the best interest of the population and what we want for ourselves. And we're, we're telling you we need a border wall and we're telling you in Texas, the people who have this problem, what we need. We should, you should believe us. And now when you start experiencing it at a small level, you're like, well, no wonder why the country's so divided because you look at what they've been experiencing. No wonder they're pissed off. They're freaking pissed their socks off down here in Texas because of what's going on. It's like, you don't have trailers of people being found dead, you know, every other week. You don't have little girls getting raped, you know? Like, you know, you don't have this. And now that you're experiencing it, yeah, exactly. Maybe we weren't lying. Maybe we weren't racists in Texas, the big bad state that we needed Beto to save us. Maybe we had common sense yeah. and we know what we're talking about. Yeah, um, all right, we've got to, uh, we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, First Liberty. So we were just talking about the Supreme Court earlier in the program. You know, uh, the left really, really wants to uh, pack the court. And that's, of course, a coup. Uh, you've got Biden, Nancy Pelosi, all the usual suspects working overtime to pack the Supreme Court, install, I don't know, four more justices so they can rig the system in their favor. Obviously, we cannot let that happen. It would be completely catastrophic. That is why First Liberty needs you. They are gathering a coalition of one million patriots to say no to this Supreme Court coup. Guys, this is the easiest thing that I'm asking you to do ever. It's totally free. All you have to do is go sign your name on their letter to show that we are not going to stand for the Supreme Court coup. You got to go to Supreme Coup. Dot com, that is C-O-U-P, SupremeCoup.com, to sign First Liberty's letter, SupremeCoup.com. Ring security video posted to Twitter shows a Delaware ATF agent, uh, several of them actually, and a state cop showing up to a man's home without a warrant and asking to see his firearms to record the serial numbers. I'm not making this crap up. you got to watch. The reason we're out here is we're obviously gun violence been an uptick, so we want to make sure we've been having a lot of issues with straw purchases. And so one of the one of the things we indicators that we get is somebody makes it a large gun purchase, and then a lot of times we've been there like, oh, those guns got taken. We're like, so the idea is when you purchase more than two guns at a time, it generates a, a multiple sale report. And he comes to us and we have to check them out. Okay. That's, that's all that is. He did nothing wrong. We have to check that Absolutely zero. Uh, I noticed that you were stopped in Philly, though, right, with one of your guns? Uh, what the hell does that have to do with any of this, whether or not he was stopped in Philly? Uh, so ultimately, this is a sad part. The guy actually... No. Yeah, he did. Oh, my gosh. He did. And they also, the ring security uh, camera, caught the cops uh, saying that they, quote, don't blame him for his skepticism of their warrantless door knock. 
asking to record the serial numbers because apparently they were like, oh, well, when uh, you bought two guns, we see. And whenever you buy multiple guns, uh, that flags it in the system and uh, we got to go. This was not a parody? No, this was real. Yeah. Oh, shoot. These are, the, these, are, these are the things that I always dream about. I wish they would happen to me, and they never do. I, I, was, I was hoping there would be a Karen that would yell at me for not wearing a mask in Walmart during yeah, the whole yeah. lockdown. Never happened. Never happened. I was waiting for that little soy boy to come up and act all tough. It never <laughs> happened. And stuff like this. I mean, it, wouldn't it be so fun to tell them, you know, to actually show them that you know your rights yeah, like, and to demand yeah. that they get their asses off yeah. your property? No. That'd be so fun! Yeah, no. you'd say, you know what I'm doing? You'd know, be like, oh, that's really interesting. Um, so check it out. There's the public road, and I'm going to need you to stand over there. <laughs> yeah. We can yeah. have a conversation, yeah. but you're going to need to be over there for this conversation. Give me a, give me a, go ahead and give me a phone call. I'm going to give you a serial number. I'll give you my phone number and call me from the street. Let's talk about this. Oh, man. How is it possible that this is happening? It's a little F you when they, you know, you pick it up and just F you. Boom. See, okay. State so police... Like and ATF. Mm-hmm. Well, where have you seen this happen before? I don't know. Okay, so, this, this, so th- this is going to get this I is mean, going to get worse. Yeah. And, and this is the type of stuff. Again, this ties into our very first story. Yeah. When you allow a federal government to dictate who can marry or who cannot marry, this is the little things that eventually, eventually, you get the men in black thinking that they can examine your purchases for crying out loud. It just gets worse and worse. It's snowball. <sighs> it really is really, really getting really bad. You know what else is getting really bad? When uh, David Hogg loses relevancy and tries to regain it by interrupting oh, no. the House Judiciary gone, hearing man. on guns. Uh, it did not go well for Beto Jr. over there. Watch. Reiterating the points of mass shooters in your manifesto. The shooter at my high school, anti-Semitic, anti-black, and racist. The shooter in El Paso described it as an invasion. Guess what? Those guns are coming from the United States of America. They are coming from Mexico. You need to realize it's not us, a Democrat Stop these things now. Yay, go David. You know, I notice when all of these soy boy men with flailing arms come and interrupt <laughs> a very important hearing or press conference, the police never, they never touch them the way that the police touched me when I was minding my own business. I just, I don't know. I thought this guy was, was gone. I hadn't seen he him. He was gone. That's why he did this. How agonizing every, this is something that made, was the worst about him. He only had one facial expression and it was a weird frown. It's like what he always has. Even when he's trying to smile, he's like, <laughs> He's That's gr- how he looks he's every single time. Cat. <laughs> he's grumpy cat. He is exactly like grumpy he's cat. Grumpy cat. <laughs> David Hogg as grumpy cat. Yeah, the thing about David Hogg, though, I still just want to remind, and I'll always bring this up because it's just a great time, is that I, had, I have continued, and you should go look up on the internet, my secret interview with David Hogg where I pretended to be NBC and asked him if he what? was actually at the school during, during the things that were happening. Because they never, they never really clarified yeah. where he was or what exactly he was doing. And uh, let's just say his handlers were like Bidens, and they did not take very kindly to a real question. Oh. And so it's like, these guys are so this weak. This really it's happened? Like, yeah. So the thing is, is, uh, is I, I don't take these people seriously because it's like, I'm not trying to, you know, if you're involved in a mass shooting or anything, it's a very serious thing. But... You know, if you want to be an expert on my guns and stuff, but you can't answer simple questions about your life, uh, location, about things that are going on, then it's like, I don't really want to hear your your advice or opinions on what I should do with my life. Like, you're not even honest with the public about yourself. Right. Don't Then worry about yourself. Come to terms with who you are and just go live a good life. But he's a tool. He's a pawn. You know, all these people are crazy. Like, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand their mindset. I mean, they literally are advocating that the government come and take people's guns. But the people that are going to be taking the guns rely on the guns for their own safety. So I, 
it makes no sense to me how, I, I guess I just don't understand the anti-American mindset mm-hmm. and a complete ignorance on the entire thing, but still be that passionate where you're going to flail your arms. Because it's all fake, Jason. It's, it's, none I, of it's I real. Troll I troll them all the time. I just went to one real of their quick. marches and like I, I troll them and I make the dumbest videos at their things. And my favorite thing to do is to use my press badge, but like to get through security and to walk up to them. Like I was with some of the march for these guys and I walked up and I go, hi, it's me, Elijah Schaefer. How are you doing? Immediately it's like, grab you, you know, like, no, no, <laughs> we're not doing this. Like, you know, people, shut it down, shut it down, people, shut it down. <laughs> yeah, they, they immediately push you out because, you know, we can't, can't, uh, we can't interrupt their events, but they right. can interrupt our lives. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. That is, I literally, I was like, I, I was uh, at the march, I was like, don't care. God rocks transformative justice. My God knows that restoration doesn't do enough in dismantling injustice. My God knows the difference between prefix and suffix because my God invented Latin and language and knows that even language has repercussions. My God is a holy, 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 intangible, amorphous entity of endless possibility, of infinity, of limitless, whole, and unapologetic empathy, an unidentified, identified, expansive tranquility. My God is a queer god. Well, I literally tuned out <laughs> and started looking at my phone. I was like, when you, when you hear people talking like that, I just like, I tune out. Wait, I couldn't even what? tell what she was saying at first. Her god is a queer god. Her god is Satan. Why don't you just say that? <laughs> yeah. Just, you guys are worshiping the wrong one. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, guys, for joining us. By the way, don't forget, July 26th, this is next Tuesday. We will be showing you Blaze TV only, uncensored, a COVID-19 vaccine discussion. You are not going to want to miss it. Make sure you are subscribed by then. We'll see you. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.